Let's get educated. That's why we're here, to bring you the stories impacting K-12 classrooms and college campuses. It's time for a little education. Hello, everyone. What's happening? What's the skinny? Well, we're about to tell you. It is I, of course, Katie Petrick, today joined by Mr. David Virazzo. He's still over there. He hasn't left. Now, before we get started, do you like listening to podcasts? Yes? Okay. Well, make sure you are subscribed to the Educated Podcast so you never have to miss an episode. We are on all of the major platforms, including the Apple, SoundCloud, Spotify, and basically everywhere else. Just search for the show Educated or visit stayeducated.org to click on the direct link. All right. Now, the term family friendly and i'm putting that in air quotes for all our podcast listeners yes. family friendly is being used to describe basically everything these days oh it's family friendly so it's okay and that includes drag shows all the way up to strip clubs and now a mama bear is going to war with her school board over it all right mama bear what's happening i'm not calling you mama bear because you're not a mama bear yeah but this, we have a mama bear when i saw this video boom mama you're, bear. you're gonna see it in a minute but her name is Brittany Mayer, and she accused the Encinitas Union School District of acting as groomers and activist pimps after it invited community youth and families to a queer Halloween party featuring, quote, a family-friendly drag show. So let's watch this video and get ready. Fasten your seatbelts. I just want to know what it is uh, that makes a drag show family friendly because if you follow it to its logical conclusion you can slap family friendly titles on anything you can have family friendly gentlemen's clubs family friendly strip shows family friendly 50 shades of grade read alouds will you approve my flyer if i want to host an all the sex secrets of the kama sutra for kids and families if it's family friendly it's my question wow uh, what is it about a grown man, and I honestly, sincerely, as a woman, mean this. What is it about a grown man costumed in a sparkly bra with augmented boobs busting out, a leather miniskirt barely covering his twerking ass with tuck tape on his front while spreading his fishnetted legs as he writhes on the ground, grinding his groin next to a minor, family-friendly. You owe us an answer. And while we have a culture that has a massive problem with child porn, with sex trafficking, you, a little school district board of adults, made the decision to feature an event to hypersexualize young children. Do you want to know that the word that defines that? It's groomer. You all played the activist pimp for an aligned surgical center and for a 21 plus gay bar. It makes you groomers and activist pimps and we won't have those sitting on a school board who oversees the education of our children. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. yes. She's the real queen there. Yes, yeah. queen. Where are you mama bears like this across the country? Um, I, I'm just thanking God for that. And I hope it's, it's, you know, not too late to still go to these school board meetings and actually have some sort of impact because I think they kind of turn a deaf ear to some parents well, when they come in. And especially you were talking about we're in California for this story. But again, as we've shown time and time and time again what on our show, Educated, <laughs> it doesn't stay in California and it's gone. 
all over the mm -hmm. country, everywhere yeah. at this point. If you are in a state that we haven't reported on, well, we're probably about to. Uh, but time and time again, it is California. And I'm thankful that this mom basically presented the logical conclusion, as she said. At this point, then, it's, it's like these school boards are kind of the pimps. They're, like, facilitating all of this. And I do find it very interesting and funny, hilarious, in fact, that this is supposed to be for a Halloween party, but, like, how do you know who's dressed up and who's, this is just what they wear? No, I mean, <laughs> Halloween used to be, you know, like a scary time, but that's true, I guess, in this, and that's, I'm talking if no one even dresses up outside of the drag queens. Well, more recently, Halloween has become hyper-sexualized, not just scary ghosts and goblins, but... I like, you know, some of the things in this article um, The teachers unions and public school boards across America have decided that one way to teach about, quote, tolerance is to expose children to sex shows. And this is actually happening. We forgive us for being redundant, but a lot of people, believe it or not, are just now catching up and finding out what's happening because they have been ignoring it or not paying attention for so many years. Friends, the reason we're showing you school board meeting after school board meeting of parents coming out and being angry and upset is because they've had it because this has been going on for so long well and you're not again because this is what happens is as soon as we anyone who with common sense assigns a term like groomer that's what grooming is and you can groom in various areas it's not just groomer to sexualization of children in schools that's not the definition of being a groomer but in this instance their children are being groomed and, and be conditioned to make make it feel like this is normal this is what normal is to them because little by little over time just a little just a little you know they get told it's okay it, it's okay if a guy is just dressing up. He just likes to dress up. That's fine. That's fine. <laughs> That's and normal. you know, all all of these things, and it's it's infiltrated every aspect of our lives. Mm -hmm. We can admit that. And, and what comes to mind right away? Scooby Doo. Last week when Ugh. we reported on the new Halloween special. Nothing is sacred anymore. We have to have the character come out as a lesbian. Okay, why? Just why? But that's where we are with every little thing. Oh, it's okay. Just and we've said okay, it's okay so many times now that we've just been smacked in the face with this. These drag queens calling themselves a family-friendly event. And as she said, what's family-friendly friendly about a sparkly bra with augmented boobs? A man busting out a leather miniskirt, barely covering his twerking back end with duct <laughs> or tuck tape on the front, spreading his fish-netted legs as he rides on the ground, grinding his groin next to a minor. What, what about that is family friendly but that is where what we're calling all these events to make them seem like it's okay so where is this going think about family friendly those words what they used to mean 50 to 75 years ago what would our great grandparents call family friendly and now you look at today and what's been normalized and sexualized and sugar-coated and uh, justified, right? It is evil. They're calling evil good. And by slipping this term, family-friendly, there's nothing, like, like she described, there's nothing family-friendly about that. And this is why drag shows, it's interesting, the left and you know, media, Hollywood, government schools, they're using drag shows to become the focal point here of this comprehensive sex education. It started in 
little small town libraries, drag queen story hour. Oh, it's just a fun and entertaining thing. There's a guy dressed up like a woman, and it's just family friendly. They're reading kids' stories. They're not reading kids' stories anymore because it's been sexualized, and they're reading perverse material. But comprehensive sexual education has become the cornerstone of the progressive agenda. We've been trying to warn you for quite a long time. That's why, you know, a lot of kids, a lot of parents, I should say, have been taking their kids out of the public schools. But you still got to deal with the libraries, right, in your town. And you've got to go to those school board meetings and you have, you have to still keep up with everything because they're going to try to slip it in and influence your kids in other ways. All right. Well, still to come, we have a drag queen and a teacher in Alabama who's facing the wrath after making sexual comments to children during a drag drag queen story Gasp. hosted at a dog shelter. But don't oh, worry, you guys, no. it's it's family friendly. That's next. If you have a smartphone, tablet, Roku or Apple TV, consider downloading the Freedom Project media app. It's 100 percent free and includes all of our weekly shows, plus lecture series, archive programs, and award-winning animated videos for families like the Presidential Minute, Battles of America, and Heroes of the West. Don't rely on the social media giants to keep you informed. Simply download the Freedom Project media app from your app store and allow notifications. And we'll let you know when a new video is ready. Well, Huntsville, Alabama, they have a middle school. That middle school is called Mountain Gap. Mm -hmm. And at that school is a math teacher named James Miller. James Miller teaches the math, but when he's not doing that, uh, he likes to have another job that's called being a drag queen. So he's got a drag persona named Ms. Majesty Divine. No surprise. And, no surprise. And he decides that he goes to drag queen story times at libraries, but hey... It's not the drag queens. It's not just for the humans. It's for the doggies, too. No, we've got to draw the line somewhere. Somewhere. Dogs, <laughs> that's where you got So he goes to dog shelters. And so at one drag queen story time, it was hosted at the Hard Knocks, Hard Knocks uh, Rescue and Training, <laughs> Inc. You get my giggle on that one? Yeah. You know how I do that? Okay, well, at that animal rescue organization, Miller read aloud from the book, Walter, the Farting Dog colon banned from the beach oh, so we're gonna read dogs a book called walter the farting dog colon banned from the beach all right then well occasionally throughout <laughs> reading this book uh miller paused and he would offer his own commentary for some comedic effect if you've ever read uh read stories well i guess to little children or apparently dogs you want to have a little humor in there pause sometimes show some pictures do that sort of thing and well, Miller decided, or should I say Majesty? I'm not, I'm not sure what it goes by, but Miller uh, would reference a character that was in the book who had complained about a slice of key lime pie. And he offered an aside then that said, somebody needs to tell Karen to shut the H-E double hockey sticks up. And then he said, oops, sorry, sorry, kids, because there were children in the audience. So he would offer some of these like little asides, and then it turns out the comments he was making 
Not so good. As he read from the book, he said, you never know where an old bone might be hiding. He detected something under the sand and dug more frantically. A treasure, a bone, and it's a big one. That's in the book. And then, of course, Miller had to joke that everybody loves a big bone. The dog was Walter, digging happily in the sand. You never know where an old bone might be hiding. He detected something under the sand and dug more frantically. A treasure, a bone, and it's a big one. Everybody loves the big bone. Uh, <laughs> see, that's not fair. He's thinking hot dogs. Got hot dogs on the brain. Yes, all men with meat on the brain have <laughs> We're not still alive, are we? Oh, we are. Oh, we're still a little bit alive. Say goodbye, James. Can I just mention Oops. something about the intelligence of animals? Did you notice they were not even interested in what he was reading or talking about? Well, we've got humans, parents, and bringing their children to these drag queen story hours, letting their kids listen to this garbage, and you got the dog showing us an example of what to do. Hey, I'll just, I'm just worried about the food here. Give me a treat. You know, what's he talking about? I don't care. Give me a treat. <laughs> I've had enough of this. But here's the kicker about this entire thing. These, that was a family-friendly event, was it not? The only reason we have any of this video is because it was live-streamed on the Facebook page of the shelter. And you heard right at the end him saying, oh, we're still live. Like, he said, we're, we're not still live, are we? As in, oh, I am only making these comments not for everyone to hear because then it was probably a wrong comment to make that everyone would hear but all of you children and dogs in the audience i guess can hear it but oops but oops i'm sure mr miller knows not to make these kinds of comments in his classroom as a teacher oh yes as a teacher right. well uh positive news uh because again of this live stream his school then the huntsville school district actually placed him on paid administrative leave indefinitely as they investigate, which I get that they always have to get put on paid administrative paid. leave, but of course, whatever. Paid vacation. He exactly. Gets, he gets rewarded with a paid vacation. So let's see if anything comes of it because the comments he was making are absolutely not appropriate. And especially being a middle school teacher, you're supposed to be teaching math. Teach them math. Who knows what else is actually happening in that classroom? All right. Coming up, friends, the transgender shop teacher who has gone viral for sporting an unusually large chest is at it again. And parents are speaking out. Stay with us. Today's show is sponsored by our friends at MyPillow. Save up to 66% on pristine quality bedding, towels, slippers, signature pillows, and much more when you use the code EDUCATED. That's E-D-U-C-A-T-E-D, -E educated. Support this show and a great American company. Well, well, you may want to avert your eyes at this next story because we're back up in Canada where we have that shop teacher. Remember the male shop teacher who has decided to not only dress as a woman, but also put within the sweater that he wears two large watermelons with some... They're not real watermelons, though, are they? That would be really heavy and bad for It would be back. very heavy. But I'm not sure what the material is made of, but also have <laughs> the nipples showing through the sweaters. Ayul. Anyway, uh, basically, he's making some noise, but it's actually not him making the noise. It's a local rebel media who's making noise on his behalf. Just check out a, a video we have. 
Oh, before you get started, one second, please. I'd like to present a petition called Protect the Students. We've had over 16,000 signatures. It reads, the Halton District School Board and the Director of Education, Curtis Ennis, should be fired for allowing a female identifying shop teacher to wear enormous fake breasts that are barely contained by see-through blouses while teaching. Who is going to take this petition? Who is going to take this petition? And why did you throw Stephen Hanna under the bus by allowing him to be misidentified as Kerry Lemieux, AKA Kayla Lemieux? Folks, do you want to see this school board take this petition or what? No, no normal person in right mind would dress up like that and go teach kids. Come on. Yeah. Are you what? guys okay in your head? Why is Oakville becoming the mockery of the world? What's wrong with you guys? Come on. You Stop this. Get this teacher out of here. Get him out of that school by Monday for sure. What are you going to do? Who's going to take this? Come on, eh? No, let's just right we mind, just eh? want we just want our Tim Hortons and we just want our kids to go to school and uh, not have to deal with this. This is uh, this has become a comedy show. It, it, well, it has, and so that was actually uh, David Menzies of Rebel News up in Canada, and so he showed up in the attire that this as she goes by as he goes by now this year. Kayla Lemieux, uh, it's the shop teacher at Oakville Trafalgar High School in Oakville, Ontario. Oh, Ontario, and so. He, uh, David Menzies, decided to show up looking like the teacher does every single day in front of the students and say, here's what you got. And he was trying to present a petition. And then he said, what, 16,000? People are actually saying, this is not right. And are you going to take this petition? School board. And they're all like, no, we can't. And you saw what happened in the video. It's interesting. In America, I think they would cut off the mic of someone. Like, you know what I mean? Oh, uh, for that, And the yeah. security guy won't the touch him. He just was walked like, I'm, He's standing I'm next to him. There. But in, in, in Canada, I mean, well, in America, too, I guess they wouldn't uh, physically grab the guy or anything. Mm. But just, I guess just, it just, depends on which school district we're talking about. Oh. Now, if we're in Virginia, you know, he, he would have been given one minute and the mic would have been cut off after probably the first 15 seconds. And no one would be in the audience because they're all so scared in Fairfax. Uh, Is it Fairfax and Loudoun? Or Loudoun? Both Loudoun of County, them. Yeah. Loudoun County is, I guess, the worst one. But yeah. at this point, I think we should do a ranking of school boards and how that would be fun. Accessible you got they Baltimore, are. Atlanta. So what we need California. then, where we're going off an idea here on the run, <laughs> we uh, we need you, audience, to send us information about how your school board operates. Are are parents allowed to sit in the audience? Do they get more than one minute to talk? What happens? Do people cut off other people's mics? Let us know. Head over to stayeducated.org. Give us the information. Give us some details so we can do some further research. And maybe you know what we'll rank our best air quotes school boards i think i think we just came up with a brilliant idea here. i think yeah we, the watermelon sized breasts yep. have inspired great knowledge i guess well, people watch well, from across the country and so if you've been to a school board meeting and you have any information on how they operate do they actually listen to parents do they cut you off we've heard so many stories about that if you've got a personal story go to stayeducated.org Contact one of us. Let us know if you have a personal story at your school board meeting on how they policed the environment if the parents were upset. You just saw what happens in Canada. What happens here in the U.S., I guess. Yeah. Well, all right. Before we go is up next as we discuss an incredible young man living out his dream to play football with his friends despite having no arms. This is a great story. Stay right here. We 
want to hear from you. If you have a question or comment for Katie, David, or any of our other show hosts, simply visit stayeducated.org. That's stayeducated.org and submit your question or comment. Our team loves to hear from you and might just give you a shout out on air. Again, visit stayeducated.org and connect with us. All right, before we go, I wanted to start with an incredible story of perseverance. As a seventh grader in Iowa is seeing his dreams come true by suiting up for his high school's football team, just watch this young man. Thaddeus Longmire was born without arms, but that doesn't stop him from playing the game he loves. Football is very fun and that stuff, being a tight end and blocking and feeling like a part of the team. When Thad said he wanted to play tackle football for the Northwest Junior High 7th grade team, let's just say there were some doubters out there. No one ever really said I couldn't do it. They just give me like looks and that stuff. That made me feel like that I should do it to prove I'm wrong. Even though he knows he will never score a touchdown, he takes pride in his blocking. It's kind of hard to score a touchdown because I can't hold the ball really. So can't really like score a touchdown, but maybe like blocking to get a touchdown. It takes a lot of pride in, in seeing his, his teammates have that success. Uh, and he really, he's a, a selfless person. He doesn't care if he scores the touchdown. He wants the team to get the touchdown. It's good inspiration for, the, you know, for his teammates to see, hey, if, if Thad's out here putting in the work every day, um, you know, then, then they have no excuse to be out there. Because if he can do it without arms, why couldn't I do it with arms? Yeah, if he can do it. Why couldn't I do it with arms? Well, so th it just he's inspiring other students. Well, absolutely. I mean, that's the kind of story. These are the kinds of stories to show people that you can overcome pretty much anything if you really, really want to. With the help of others, you can get there. Perseverance. Perseverance. All right, speaking of stories that will touch your heart, you all know that I'm a dog lover. Well, a TikToker has gone viral with her latest post cuddling up with her latest post cuddling up with her two-year-old rottweiler axel so she explained in an on-screen text that axel was seeking comfort because no one wanted to pet him in the park and he didn't understand why apparently axel went up to people looking for someone to pet him but everyone seemed too afraid probably because of his breed the video has been viewed more than nine million times we actually had friends of ours that had a Rottweiler that was one of the most gentle and even would run if you came to the door. It wasn't scary at all. But Katie, would you pet that pup if it came up to you in the park? Oh, if it came up to me in the park, not with his owner. With hugging. the owner, let's yeah. just say. Yeah. Well, yeah, I've, I've, I mean, it, it all comes down to ownership and how the pup is raised much like children that's so true. whether or not like how they're going to behave yeah th he looks adorable that's true sweet yep it's how you raise them finally here's an odd story that seemed perfectly uh to f fit for this segment a horse in utah has returned home after eight years of being lost and running with wild mustangs shane adams lost his horse mongo while camping in utah's west desert and the horse was tied up outside a tent but her, uh, a herd of wild Mustangs ran past the camp, and Mongo took off with his newfound friends. Shane tried everything he could to find his horse, but eight years later, 
the Bureau of Land Management was rounding up a herd of Mustangs near a military property and found Shane's brand on one of the horses. Mongo was returned back home, 18 years old now, and a few hundred pounds underweight. Uh, Shane and the family say they're thankful to have him back. Um, Katie, that's a tale that's fit for a Hallmark special. They could make a movie out of that. Well, is Candace going to be in it? She would have. There would have to be another love interest of some sort, <laughs> and they'd have to go. Obviously, yeah, go away yeah. and then come home. So, and unless Mongo gets like a, a partner or something, I don't know if it will be Hallmark specific, but yeah, close. Well, that wraps up this segment. More to come next time, Katie. All right, make sure to smash that like button if you are watching us on social media. And please do send us your feedback, your ideas, especially about the school boards, by going to stayeducated.org, as David is so clearly doing right now. Now, for David and myself, thank you for watching. Thank you for listening. And thank you for supporting this show. Until next time, stay educated. Educated is directed and produced by Mike Menzel. Hosted by Katie Petrick and David Fiorazzo. Makeup and hair by Katie Scholl. Graphics designed by Dan Kaler. Educated is owned by Freedom Project Media. See other shows and content at freedomproject.com or download the Freedom Project Media app. Copyright 2022.